Greetings, brothers and sisters, in the name of Yeshua, our Master and the Savior. He is our soon-coming King. He is worthy to be praised. He is the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, the Aleph and the Tav. He is the bright and morning star. Would you give him a high note of praise today? For it is because of his love, his mercy for you and me, we are on the land of the living. And I'm thankful to be here, his humble servant, bringing the word to you day after day, week after week. I just want to give him a high note of praise. Today's word is entitled, Brother Enoch. Brother Enoch. What does the name Enoch mean? Well, it means teacher, experienced or dedicated. And who is Enoch? Well, Enoch is a biblical figure prior to Noah's flood and the son of Jared and the father of Methuselah. He was of the antediluvian period in the Hebrew Bible. This Enoch is not to be confused with Cain's oldest son Enoch. You will find that in Genesis 4.17. But this Enoch I'm talking about is the son of Jared. He was of the antediluvian period. What does antediluvian mean? It's a big word. It's a Latin word that means before the flood. Ante meaning before and diluvian meaning flood. So antediluvian is that period before the flood. Jude 1.14 says, And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, Yahweh cometh with ten thousands of his saints, and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed, and all their hard speeches, which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. In this discourse, we will learn as to why Enoch did not see death and who Enoch represents. What class of people today does Enoch represent? We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The word again today is Brother Enoch. We are talking about Brother Enoch. What's the implications today? Are there any lessons that we can learn from Brother Enoch? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look at your word today, I pray that you would remove self out of the way, that you would draw divinely close to us, you will give power to your word. And by the end of this discourse, I pray that many would glorify your name as a God of love and mercy and forgiveness. So touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray, in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Let me give you some more background into this awesome Bible character by the name of Enoch. Enoch was born when his father Jared was 162 years old. When Enoch was 65, he had Methuselah. 
As with the other patriarchs, it is recorded that he fathered other sons and daughters. Though he lived upon the earth for only 365 years, he was a contemporary with every patriarch from Adam to Noah's father, Lamech. Adam died when Enoch was around 300 years old. So Enoch would have seen Adam. He would have spoken with Adam. And Enoch was Noah's great-grandfather. Genesis chapter 5 verse 19 to 24 says, And Jared lived after he begot Enoch 800 years, and begot sons and daughters. And after all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. And the scripture says here, And all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked with Yahweh, and he was not, for Yahweh took him. Yahweh took Enoch, the seventh from Adam. What a wonderful experience that would have been in the life of Enoch. Enoch lived in a time when man's relationship with Yahweh had degraded to the point that Yahweh had to destroy man from the earth. Let us look closely at this word. Hebrews 11, we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 to 2 and 5 to 6. This is the Hall of Fame chapter, the Hall of Fame of Fate. These faithful ones who lived and died and served their creator, Yahweh. Now, fate is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. The elders, they are called the elders, and they obtained a good report. It says here in verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because Yahweh had translated him. For before his translation, he had his testimony that he pleased Yahweh. He had this testimony that he pleased Yahweh. Brothers and sisters, Enoch walked and talked with Yahweh. He had a testimony. His life was a life of obedience and dedication to Yahweh, his creator, in so much that Yahweh took him. Yahweh loved him to the point where Yahweh took him to heaven and Enoch did not see death. What was Enoch's message? Enoch preached a message of judgment and a message that Yeshua Hamashiach, the son of the Most High, would come to this earth. He was a prophet who preached about the coming of Yeshua. He was a great man of Yahweh. And the scripture says in verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to Yahweh must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And in Luke chapter 18 and verse 8, I will read this, but I will be zeroing in on the latter part of this verse. It says here, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? Shall Yeshua, the Son of the Most High, find faith on this earth, this sinful earth, this earth and this world that has turned its back on its creator and has delved deeper and deeper into sin and degradation. Brothers and sisters, this is a word for you and me today. We can live like Enoch lived. We can walk and talk with Yahweh as Enoch did. Enoch was a man of faith. Enoch stood up and even though the antidote 
antediluvian world was dark and sinful, Enoch still stood firm upon the principles of Yahweh's word, and you and I can do that today. His ministry and translation, inspired by Yahweh, Enoch prophesied that one day judgment would come. Though it is not revealed when his ministry commenced, it is conceivable that the death of Adam and the loss of his direct knowledge of Yahweh may have been the point when the preacher began to warn the world of the danger of ungodliness. At age 365, Enoch was taken from the earth to heaven by Yahweh rather than experiencing death. Enoch's metaphorical walk with Yahweh in faith became a literal walk when Yahweh took him from his life among men without him having to die. The writer of the epistle to the Hebrews commended Enoch for pleasing Yahweh. Are you pleasing Yahweh today in a world of darkness, in a world gone rogue, a world that has turned its back upon Yahweh, filled with sin, filled with rebellion, with crime, with hatred for one another? Are you preaching Yahweh today as Enoch did so many years ago? Enoch had one of the earliest recorded revelations from Yahweh about Judgment Day. And thus, this shows the closeness of his relationship with Yahweh. Enoch is quoted by Jude, confirming the inspiration of a portion of the apocryphal book bearing his name. This quote adds to the powerful message of the short epistle of Jude. Enoch did write a book. Where is the book of Enoch today? Now, this writer does not mean that Enoch had faith that Yahweh would translate him, but that he was translated as a result of his faith and faithfulness. He pleased Yahweh. Elijah and Enoch would represent those of you and me, those of Yahweh's obedient people who have washed their robes in the blood of the Son of the Most High, represented as those who will not see death, who will not see death when the Son of Man returns. So my brothers and my sisters, it behooves you and me to live like Enoch did, to worship Yahweh like Enoch did, to warn the world, to warn men and women, boys and girls of the impending danger, of the impending judgment of Yahweh upon this sinful earth. Yahweh translated Enoch, the seventh from Adam. Adam's grandson, as with Adam, Yahweh demonstrated that the wages of sin is death. So with Enoch, he demonstrated that the gift of Yahweh is eternal life. Romans 6 verse 23. Listen to me carefully, brothers and sisters. The translation of Enoch proved that although sin separates man from Yahweh, a way has been provided by which that separation may be terminated and man may return to Yahweh. That way is the way of fate. Brothers and sisters, in order for us to be translated, in order for us to have a relationship with Yahweh, in order for us to see Yahweh's face, we must have a relationship of faith for the just shall live by faith as brother Enoch walked and talked with Yahweh he had a faith in his creator that even though the world back then around him was filled with sin and degradation Enoch had faith that one of these days a deliverer would come and the deliverer Yeshua did in fact come and he is coming back this is the message that we are to bring to the world a sinful world to repent for the Son of Man is coming, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry.
Enoch faithfully rehearsed to the people all that Yahweh had revealed to him by the spirit of prophecy. Some believed his words and turned from their wickedness to fear and worship Yahweh, but some did not turn, and that is why the flood came and took them away. The flood came and took them all away. The wickedness in earth was cleaned up by the flood. They did not listen to the warning of brother Enoch. But Enoch continued to grow more heavenly while communing with Yahweh. His face was radiated with a holy light which would remain upon his countenance while instructing those who would hear his words of wisdom. Listen, brothers and sisters, his heavenly and dignified appearance struck the people with awe. Yahweh loved Enoch because he steadfastly followed him and abhorred iniquity and earnestly sought heavenly knowledge that he might do his will perfectly. Yahweh loved Enoch because Enoch followed him. Enoch followed him and Enoch testified of a living God in heaven whom men should turn their lives over to but they did not listen to Enoch. Like today many preachers are preaching the gospel. This gospel which should be preached into all the world to all nations for a witness then the end shall come like as in the days of Noah nor preached, nor preached, and Enoch preached. All of them preached, the patriarchs preached, but the people laughed at the preacher. They mocked the preacher, they mocked the messenger, they stoned the messenger, they killed the messenger. Nevertheless, the message still lives on. The message still lives on that men ought to give their heart to Yahweh because he is coming soon and he will destroy this earth with fire one day. Brother Enoch still yearned to unite himself more closely to Yahweh, whom he feared, revered, and adored. Yahweh would not permit Enoch to die as other men, but sent his angels to take him to heaven without seeing death. In the presence of the righteous and the wicked, Enoch was removed from them. Those who loved him thought that Yahweh might have left him in some of his places of retirement. But after seeking him diligently, after looking for brother Enoch, they could not find him. And it was reported that he was not, for Yahweh took him. Brothers and sisters, as Enoch was translated from this sinful earth, so the saints, so Yahweh's people of all ages, from Adam to the last, saved righteous soul on earth would be removed from this sinful earth and taken to heaven to live with Yahweh forevermore. So it is your job and it is my job to tell them of Yeshua, to tell them of a Savior who came and who died and a Savior who is risen and is in heaven interceding on their behalf. Let us tell them about Yeshua. Let us talk about him. Let us live for him. Let us do all that we can do in building up the kingdom of Yahweh and breaking down the kingdom of darkness. And to repeat, Enoch is a type of those who are to be translated from the last generation from among the living. Enoch became a friend of Yahweh, walked with him, and at last went home with him. All may therefore take courage. Whoever serves Yahweh with a heart full of faith and walks with him day by day in the changing experiences of life will have abundant entrance into the paradise of Yahweh. All you have got to do is live like brother Enoch. 
preach the word like Brother Enoch. Warn men and women of the impending day of judgment which will come. Yes, they scoff. Yes, they mock. But let them go on because Yahweh knows those who are his. Yahweh knows those who will be saved. Let us pray for laborers to spread the gospel. This gospel is going around the earth swiftly for Yahweh has given commandment. And he said that my word shall not return unto me void until it has accomplished that thing in which I please. Yes, Yahweh's word will come back to him fruitful, my brothers and sisters. I am happy that I'm a part of this great message, this great message spreading the gospel around the world. The three angels' messages calling men and women back to a worship of Yahweh the true and living Elohim, the creator of heaven and earth, and worshiping him and keeping his commandments. Praise the name of the Most High. So they looked for brother Enoch, but they could not find him. They looked high. They searched all over. They searched the four corners of this earth and Enoch was nowhere to be found because Yahweh took him to heaven. Brothers and sisters, I can't wait to see brother Enoch. I can't wait to see brother Elijah. I can't wait to see brother Moses. But most of all, I cannot wait to see the face of my savior, Yeshua Hamashiach. Through Enoch, Yahweh had provided the world with a demonstration of the kind of character that will meet his approval. There was no possibility that men would ask after the translation of so pious a saint, how can Yahweh accept a man like that? No one can ask, how can you be saved in Yahweh's kingdom? How can I be saved in Yahweh's kingdom? Because we have given our lives to him. We have lived for him. We have spent quality time with him. We have read his word. We have testified of his goodness towards us. So when we are saved in God's kingdom, when he shall come, how can the wicked ask the question, how did Joel make it in? How did Mary make it in? How did Peter make it in? They cannot ask such a question and be serious. Oh no, they cannot be serious with asking that question. Enoch pleased the Most High. Enoch's faith in Yahweh and his faithfulness to Yahweh met with divine approval. Is your life being met with divine approval? Is your life being approved by Yahweh? Is Yahweh pleased with your life and my life? His life and character were a demonstration of what Yahweh would have all men be, righteous and holy. Well, you might say that Enoch did not live in a time that was as bad as today. Well, I've got news for you, my brothers and sisters. I've got news for you. The age in which he lived was undoubtedly one of great wickedness. Enoch is selected as the only one of that generation signalized by enmity, piety, and he appears to have spent his life in publicly reproving a sinful generation and in warning them of the approaching judgment. The wickedness which ultimately led to the universal deluge or the flood seems already to have commenced in the earth, and Enoch, like Noah, his great-grandson, was raised up as a preacher of righteousness to reprove a sinful generation. Remember when Yahweh said that he had looked upon the earth and the intent of man's heart was only wickedness continually and it grieved Yahweh that he had made man and he will destroy the earth with a flood because man's heart was evil continually. Today, man's heart is so evil. Man has gone to the point where they feel it is right for a man to marry a man, for a woman to marry a woman, for a man and a man to raise children as parents. 
Brothers and sisters, wickedness and abomination is in the land and it is because of the grace of Yahweh why he has not yet come. It is because of the praying Christians in the world today why Yahweh is still lingering for many to be saved in his kingdom. He loved us so much with an everlasting love that he says that he has no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that, that all men shall come to repentance. Brothers and sisters, let us be like Enoch. Let us walk and talk with Yahweh and spread the gospel, spread this gospel message into all the world for a witness unto all men. For Yahweh is coming soon. The Son of Man is soon to come. He is even at the door. Enoch walked with Yahweh while of the world around him. Sacred history records. And Yahweh saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Enoch's righteous life was in marked contrast with the wicked people around him. His piety, his purity, his unwavering integrity were the result of his walking with Yahweh, while the wickedness of the world was the result of their walking with the deceiver of mankind, Satan himself. There never has been and never will be an age when the moral darkness will be so dense as when Enoch lived a life of irreproachable righteousness. My brother and my sister, the flood was 2,457 years before the coming of Yeshua, the son of the Most High. Yeshua died almost 2,000 years ago. We are living on borrowed time. Yeshua died almost 2,000 years ago. For John 3.16 says, For Yahweh so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Almost 2,000 years ago, we are right there between the flood of the antediluvian world and Yeshua dying on the cross of Calvary. 2,000 years ago, he died for your sins and for my sins. We are living on borrowed time. Are you ready for your Savior to come? Brothers and sisters, I pray that as you reflect on this word today, you can live like Enoch lived in a world of sin back then. And it was not long after Enoch was translated that the flood came and destroyed wicked men from the earth. Likewise, it's not too long since Yeshua left this earth and has gone back to heaven to prepare mansions for his saints. He is soon to come. Brothers and sisters, Yeshua, the son of the most high, Jesus Christ is on his way. He is even at the doors. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. Your word is clear, O Yahweh of hosts. As Enoch lived on the earth before the flood in the antediluvian world, he lived in a world that was so filled with sin that the wickedness of man's heart was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. 
Enos' righteous life was in marked contrast to the wicked people around him. And if Enoch could live a righteous life, Father in heaven, we can live a righteous life today by the power of Yeshua, by the power of his blood in our lives, over our lives, by his power, by his grace, we can live a righteous life. Oh, Father, give us the strength, Yahweh, give us the strength to preach the word in season and out of season, to warn men and women that you are coming soon, so that when the trumpet shall sound, O Yahweh of hosts, and the dead in Yeshua shall rise, Father, we would have done all that we can do. We would have done what you have told us to do in warning the world of your coming. So I pray that men and women everywhere will give their hearts to you before it's eternally too late. This is my prayer in your son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.